0: an introduction by the author and a very important introduction to the first section of Tanya in which Rapshner Zalman is really laying out what he feels is the benefit of the so-called compilation rather than an original work. But as we mentioned, it's definitely an original work. So he says like this, this is a letter to the members of the fellowship, in other words, my friends, to you... Worthy individuals, do I call? Listen to me, you who pursue tzedek, righteousness, you who seek God. May the Almighty listen to you, both great in spiritual stature and small. In other words, may listen to everyone, to all those in our land and in nearby countries. May each live in peace. Amen. It's well known what people say that hearing words of moral guidance from a teacher addressing his student individually and directly is not the same as seeing and reading such guidance in books, which are often impersonal and addressed to the reading audience at large. The spoken word will have far greater effect than the written word for two reasons. And anyone who's a teacher knows this. The first is, the reader who gains such instruction in a book will read it after his own manner and mind and will absorb the written message according to their mental grasp and comprehension at that particular time. Hence, if his intellect and mind are confused and wander about in darkness in ideas pertaining to the service Hashem, he will find it difficult to see the beneficial light hidden in books, even if it's great. In the case of personal guidance, on the other hand, the mentor can ensure that the message is penetrated, that it's fully understood. And there's a second disadvantage. By its very nature, the written word of uh, its ability to inspire even the understanding reader is restricted to a specific audience. What does it mean? A book does not allow for the subjective difference between one reader's character and another. It will, of necessity, leave some of its readership untouched. Abshner Zaman next distinguishes between two categories of inspirational books. In those books belong to the first category, this problem is more obvious, and those in those of the second category, less so. The first category embraces those books that argue for pious conduct on grounds of human intellect. These will surely not affect all readers equally, owing to the diversity of mind and temperament amongst readers. So each one will either resonate or not. The second category comprises those works founded on the teachings of our sages. It would seem at first glance that in such books the problem of subjective difference between readers would be irrelevant, since they are based of Torah, Abishner Zalman points out, however, that not every Jew is privileged to find his place in Torah and to derive the instruction applicable to him as an individual. Thus the problem is still there regardless. Basically, each and every one of us has a unique way of understanding and we all connect to uh, the Torah, but we need a way that connects to us. And therefore, it is so important that you have the guidance of the correct person. You know, he says like this, Even in the Torah laws governing things forbidden and permissible, which have, you know, were all revealed, and in other words, it's not a secret, the laws are applicable to all, even in these laws, we witness arguments from one extreme to the other. And yet, they're all words of God. They all come from Hashem. Because they all come from different energies, whether it's Hashem's kind energy, the way he manifests, in the more stronger energy, etc. So there's different halachic things. But the point is, there's multiple um, opinions. So how does a person know which one resonates with them? How much more so things that are subjective, things that are personal, in your service of Hashem, that each one of us is our own. How are we supposed to know what's our unique way? So really, this part of the introduction is focusing on the downsides, of of lots of the literature out there.